Advent. Grace and peace to you this morning in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I don't know how your life has been going since November 18th, that Sunday prior to Thanksgiving. But for me, I am exhausted. We could even back that up a little bit, I think, couldn't we? And think about this rush towards the end of the year that began for us here at St. John on All Saints Sunday, the Sunday prior to our national election. I don't know what your experience has been like for that last month, but mine has been exhausting. I am worn out. Look back at that last month. I've tried. I have really, really tried. I think about the month of November and I really tried to be a good citizen, to be an informed citizen. We're supposed to, right, keep up with the world, keep up with the country. We're supposed to keep up on all the latest news and event and friends. I tried, but I am worn out. You see, every evening I would get home and I'd relax for a little while, but then I'd turn on the evening news. Watch for a bit. And watching the evening news has absolutely worn me out. But I wanted to do the right thing. So here's what I learned. Here's what I've learned watching the evening news every night. It is never good news. It's never good news. I will go home and I will turn on the news tonight. I invite you to enjoy me. Go home and turn on the news tonight. And here's what you will see. You will see that somewhere... Somewhere, the news will tell me, a family is homeless after a house fire. Somewhere, the news will tell me, a father is having to bury a child who died in a car accident. Somewhere, a widow was cheated out of her retirement money. It's exhausting. doesn't matter whether you watch the news on Sunday night, on Tuesday night, or Friday night, because those are the stories, friends. Every night of the week, those are the stories. It is always bad news. Night after night after night after night. The news, the news is never good. It's exhausting. Bad news is being broadcast into our homes. Bad news is being broadcast into our lives, into our hearts, over and over and over again, just beating us down. Are you wore out yet? It's disheartening. More bad news. If that's all there is, folks, if that's all that there is, is more bad news piled on top of more bad news piled on top of more bad news. If that's all there is in this world, another murder, another fire, another tragedy, if that's all there is, then what's the point? I'm worn out. Listening to the election, people arguing and fighting, whichever side you happen to be on when that election happened, Half of the nation was yelling that the other half of the nation were idiots. 
more arguing. Thanksgiving came along and families are gathering together and doing what families are doing. More arguing. Christmas is coming. Everybody is tired and stressed and running on edge. Even more arguing. Friends, I am exhausted. Absolutely exhausted. And that's the news today as we come to this first Sunday of Advent, this beginning of our new year. We hear Jesus talking in Luke's gospel today, and the lesson sounds like another episode of the bad evening news, doesn't it? The lesson begins as Jesus says today that there will be signs in the sun and the stars and the moons and the seas will rage. There you go. Another disaster on the evening news, right? Another bad story about bad things happening. Another hurricane, another tornado, another earthquake, another flood. If that, if that is all that we heard, and unfortunately that's all that a lot of people hear, When they hear Jesus talking. If that is all that we heard as Jesus was talking today, we have missed the point. And we need to listen again. Because Jesus goes on from there. Jesus goes on from that beginning point to talk about the reality that God is doing a new thing. That's the good news, friend. That a new beginning is starting right now. That's why these are our readings for the first Sunday of Advent, the beginning of a new year. Because this text is all about a new thing, a new beginning. The sun and the moon and the stars and seas, and yes, that's all there. It's all there. Because, friends, that's the world we live in. Turn on the evening news. That's all there, but that's not the point. The point is is this. Jesus says, pay attention. Pay attention. Wake up. Be alert because God is about to do a new thing. If you're like me. If you're like me and you are weary and you are worn down by all the stuff of our lives, all that stuff on the evening news, all the bad news, if you're like me and you're worn out and worn down by all the hassle, all the worry, all the anxiety and stress, then Jesus says, listen up. Listen up. If you are exhausted and your shoulders are starting to slump, if you just want to put your head down, And push through another day. Then Jesus says to you, then Jesus says to me, then Jesus says to us, stand up! Stand up! Raise your head! Pay attention! So the words that he says, stand up and raise your head. God is about to do a new thing. Stand up and raise your head. Your redemption has come near. Stand up! God is about to do a new thing. This is the time of new beginnings. This is the time of fresh starts. This is the time of God's amazing work in the world. And it starts today and it starts right now. If you 
didn't know this about me. I absolutely love children in worship. Always have. I love the noise that they bring with them. I love the excitement that they bring with them. The energy that comes with them on Sunday morning. And as I watch the children in our Sunday morning service, I'm reminded of what it was like when I would go to worship as a child. Like my daughter's experience, my dad was often up front through my childhood leading worship. And very often I would wind up sitting with some other caring adult. There were times that my mom could sit with us, but she sang in the choir. So very often I would sit with some other caring adult and there would be a group, a whole gaggle of us kids sitting there together in one little area, sort of like that section back there, right? Yep, we all sat together. And more than anything else, as we children, all in elementary school age, as we sat there together, more than anything else, we wanted to see what was going on. We wanted to know what the pastor was doing up front. We wanted to know what the people walking around up there were doing. Where were they going? Where were they standing? What was going on up there? We couldn't see. Because there are all these big people in our ways. And what would happen, I've seen some of you do the same thing, what would happen is this. Some adult would grab me up under the arms and lift me up and hold me there with my feet on the back of the pew. I've seen some of you do the same thing, right? And hold me there with my feet on the back pew so I could stand on my tiptoes and look over the people in front of me and see what was going on. Now, before anyone else says it, some people think that little children's feet shouldn't be on the back of the pew. And I understand why, but I disagree and I'm glad that they're there. It doesn't bother me because their feet are there because they are so excited about what we are doing that they just want to see. The fact is, as children, much of the world went on over our heads. Heck, For me today, much of the world still goes on over my head, doesn't it? Much of the world goes on over our children's heads. So as you get excited about what the adults are doing, excited about what your older siblings are doing, excited about what is going on in the world, you stand up on your tiptoes, stretch yourself out, and peer into the world. You go into a store. You've all seen it. You grab that counter, you grab that cashier's counter, and you pull yourself up, stretching yourself up on your tiptoes to your full height so you can catch a glimpse of what's going on. You come into church and you stand on the back of the pew and you stand on your tiptoes so you can catch a glimpse of what is going on up front. Jesus says today, stand up. Raise up your heads for your redemption is drawing near. Advent is the time that we, the church, are standing on our tiptoes so that we can catch a glimpse of the thing that God is about to do. Advent is the time that we are stretching ourselves up and standing on our tiptoes, peering out to catch a glimpse of the amazing things that God is doing. Advent is a time when we are so excited about what God is doing in the world that we just can't help ourselves. 
Not what we see on the evening news. Not all the bad news that is pumped into our lives, but the good news. The good news of what God is doing in the world. The things that no evening newscaster is ever going to tell you. We start to pay attention and we begin to see the acts of generosity that happen every day. We start to pay attention and we start to see the acts of love happening all around us. And so as we stand on our tiptoes and we say, what are you doing now, God? Where are you now, God? What is the next exciting thing for me and for my family and for my loved ones, God? I want to see. I want a glimpse. And so I stand on my tiptoes just to catch that glimpse of what God is doing. The season of Advent, we prepare ourselves and we wait, filled with excitement and anticipation, we wait. We do things like we pray, perhaps just a little bit more than usual, to help us pay attention to what God is doing in the world. We do things like act a little more generously with our time and with our money, to catch a glimpse of what it looks like when God's love is shared even with strangers. We do things like come to worship on a Sunday morning to hear what God is saying and to come forward and receive God's gifts of grace. You know, I'll let you in on a little secret. Do you know that December is the worst Sunday attendance month in the life of our congregation? Do you know that? There are Christmas parties to go to and to plan and there are meals to cook and there are things to do and everybody is busy and there are things going on and I can't do one more thing. That's what we tell ourselves. We're busy. I don't say that to shame anyone, but to wonder aloud what would happen if we paid a little more attention to worship as a way of preparing ourselves for Christmas. Don't get me wrong. I love this time of year as much as the next guy. So go to your Christmas parties. I'll be there probably. Go to family gatherings. Rejoice and have a great time. But then, then come back here on Sunday morning as we gather around word and sacrament together. Then come back here on Sunday morning so we can together stand on our tiptoes and peer out to see what God is doing. We worship. We pray. We give. We pay attention together, looking for what God is doing now, looking for what God is doing next. Stand up. Stand up, says Jesus. I know you are worn out. I know you are exhausted. I know you are tired. Stand up. Lift up your heads, lift up your heads, for your redemption has come near. God is doing amazing things in this world every single day. Stand up, lift up your head, stand on your tiptoes and make sure that you don't miss it. Because when you catch a glimpse, it is amazing 
and wonderful and overwhelming. The good news that God is bringing into the world makes all of the rest of it begin to make sense. Perhaps it's the only thing that makes sense. Don't miss it. Stand on your tiptoes. Watch. Wait. And have a blessed Advent.